This is Joanna Cassidy, and you're listening to While You Were Streaming. I'm right on top of that, Brian. Can I get you anything, Mr. Trainer? Coffee, tea, me? I'm right on top of that, Rose. The defense is wrong. Talk to me, Otome. Say something. Sandwich! You only remember that my skirt accidentally twirled up. And you weren't wearing any underwear. Well... Yes, hello, 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 and here we go. Welcome, friends, to While You Were Streaming, the pop culture podcast saluting the movies I saw at the mall. Yes, I'm breaking down the formative films from my youth and offering a plea to Gen Z why these films demand to be streamed. Yes, kiddos, I'm taking you back to the land before Prime, Amazon Prime. Long before you could Hulu hop to find the movie of your choice, you had to actually put on a pair of pants and leave your physical premises to see a movie. Imagine that. If you wanted to see a film on a Friday night, you had to beg your mom to drive you to a blockbuster and pray the entire ride that the new release you were envisioning would actually materialize behind the physical copy on display. And if not, you stalked the return bid, praying that new release would drop it like it's hot and spare you the indignity of driving home alone on a Friday night with nothing but a plus-size pack of Orville Redenbacher movie theater butter popcorn paired with an exquisite bouquet of Bunch of Crunch, leaving you with nothing but the Porsche control issues that would render your future college sex life as obsolete as a VHS tape is today. No, kids, you were spared the cycle of abuse known as a video late fee. Where one's desire to rent Color of Night, the Bruce Willis erotic thriller from the mid-90s, would one day fuck over your father's future financial success by destroying his credit report. All this just to get a glimpse of Bruce Willis's willy in the pool I had read about and bookmarked the page very meticulously in my Entertainment Weekly summer movie preview. Growing up before the internet, those Entertainment Weekly deliveries were literally serving life to a young, gay, closeted boy like myself. And if you're just picking up that I'm gay right now, you need to turn the volume up. No, I'm serious. You need to get your speakers checked. Look, this podcast is finally my excuse to make good on all the useless movie knowledge years spent at the mall, sitting in Walden Books, reading my Leonard Maltin and Roger and Ebert movie reviews, and stalking Suncoast Video for my River Wild one-sheet movie poster that proudly hung over my bed. I grew up watching movies. I grew up studying movies at NYU, majoring in film and minoring in hoagies. I grew up holding onto these movies like my life rafts. I call them my desert island movies that give you a source of comfort. Well, honey, I am here to crash the system and highlight the films from my youth that are not trending. That's correct. We will not be talking about anything related to the current zeitgeist. What we will be talking about are the powerhouse female performances like the opening movie clips in my podcast. It's Joan Cusack in Working Girl, serving coffee, tea, and me realness. It's Marissa Tomei lighting the screen on fire in My Cousin Vinny. They were. I'm talking the genius of Whoopi Goldberg as Oda Mae Brown in Ghost. Hello. Look, these women are my true Avengers. Tony Collette is my Iron Man. Rosie Perez, my Captain America. Now imagine me and Sandra Bullock in speed, barreling onto the highway, demanding you to board my bus and join me as we crash through the classic films of the 80s, 90s, and aughts, aka the movies I saw at the mall. 
oh my God, I can't believe it's taking me this long to bring up Sandra Bullock, my forever crush and star of the movie While You Were Sleeping, which has inspired the name of this podcast. Now, at the rate of my productivity, that might be our next episode, being aka a Christmas episode, because I don't know how frequent these are going to be. But what I can guarantee is a truly iconic opening miniseries celebrating the 30th anniversary of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, released June 7th, 1991. We're picking up 30 years later. I had the honor to sit down with two of the legendary stars of the movie, the hilarious Joanna Cassidy, I'm right on top of that rose herself, star of true classic cinema, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Blade Runner, and my favorite TV show of all time, HBO's Six Feet Under. Plus, I talk with our favorite stoner, Kenny Dishes Are Done Crandall, aka actor Keith Coogan, who has a monopoly on babysitting movies, having starred in Chris Columbus's classic debut film, Adventures in Babysitting. Now, I can't guarantee we're going to have the stars of the movie each week. Elizabeth Shue is not currently answering my DMs, but have no fear. Each episode, I'm going to have my pack of friends, filmmakers, and batshit crazy family celebrating the iconic films from the multiplex that Gen Z needs to stream today. Okay, now I stated my case. I said my mission statement. My name is Brian Reese, and if you want more of my pieces or my cups, you can follow me at Snacks in the City on Instagram. That's at Snacks, S-N-A-X, in the city, where you can find pictures of me, my dog Churro, and my fluctuating weight over the years if you have the patience to keep on scrolling. Thank you so much for listening and for following the movies you should have seen while you were streaming. Gum on my seat. Gum.